It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van uh, And it is car con carne tonight at recording, broadcasting, transmitting from an undisclosed Midwest location. I'm James Van Osdell. I'll introduce the gentleman around me in a minute. But first, I'm, besides this podcast, I'm responsible for two other podcasts. The first being Music of Chicago. That's right, music in a podcast. You can hear music from in and around the city and suburbs every Friday morning. It is music that I have been authorized by the license holders, the rights owners, to play. And that is available on Google and Apple and Stitcher. Not Spotify, though. They don't want it. Also, I produce a podcast for The Double Door. The Double Door is coming back. I, I'm sure the guys sitting next to me are excited about this. The Double Door, oh, yeah. the, this fantastic Chicago live music, this entertainment institution. On a biweekly basis, co-owners Sean and Pete sit down and talk about what it's like and what they have to do to rebuild this brand and to put it in a new space in the Uptown neighborhood. And I humbly predict that Double Door will do for Uptown, its new location, what it did for Wicker Park back in the 90s. I think it's going to be a transformative moment for that area, and you can hear everything from the ground up, the Double Door podcast, available pretty much everywhere, including Spotify. All right, so I mentioned we're in an undisclosed location in the Midwest. It's it's a bucolic, lovely location, and the reason for being here today. To my right, if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, to my right is Kastu Pandav of Lucky Boy's Confusion. To his right is Pat Gilroy of the band One Life. And all you guys are in, have been in other bands, but for the purposes of tonight, there's a reason why I'm identifying you by these bands. To my left, Augie from The Dog and Everything. All these artists, all these musicians, all these gentlemen are part of Songs from a Scene. Returning. Songs from a Scene is coming back. It's coming back for two nights to the Bottom Lounge in November. It is something that Kastub has shouldered quarterbacked led for many years and let's start first of all let's start with the dates of songs from from a scene the dates are november 5th and 6th at bottom lounge all right and now for a history lesson well i don't want to okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real honest um so songs from a scene was something that i uh took over and I think that's fair to say, uh, but it wasn't my idea. Um, so what happened is uh, Lucky Boy's Confusion was um, part of this scene uh, with a bunch of really great bands, um, and I think it's fair to say that we were the uh, the the um, the leaders, the the the, the parents the, of the, the group, the first band to really break out, right. Let's just say, let's just call it that. That's true. And um, and uh, so that, that, but that also brought in a whole bunch of uh, other bands from that uh, western suburbs scene, and um, we 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 were um, we did a uh, we did a we made it a point to create this scene out there. Like you know, we always helped each other out and whatnot. Uh, when uh, LBC got uh, our deal and we hit the road, uh, a lot of those bands. Uh, got together and 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 decided that they they wanted to do something themselves. But that idea came from the guy to my right, Pat Kilroy, and um, he got together with um, Augie and a whole bunch of other bands and decided to do this um, compilation CD with uh, Rick Barnes 
from Rack Tracks Recording. And uh, I'll, I'll really, I should pass this off to Pat because this part of the story really, I, uh, Lucky Boy, since we were assigned to Electra at the time, we weren't allowed to be on it. Uh, we were, but they finally they they let us uh, put the uh, a live track of um, one of our songs on at the end of the record. Uh, we fought and fought, and they said no, that doesn't make any sense. We're putting a record out for you here. You can't just do this. So we said okay, fine, fine. Well, but they let us do this. Um, but Pat, Wait, I- that's amazing. Electro Records was afraid of a West suburban band <laughs> compilation's awesome distribution. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't put a song on there because, hey, you know, it might be take. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Major labels and their and their limited scope is some is a whole podcast in itself. You know, it it's like. All right, so Pat, history. Yeah, I mean, we we had a meeting. It was me, Augie, Steve Crock, Ramsey. Um, I mean, we sat down. And we're like, let's let's put together like the seven bands in our group. We each did two tracks at Rax Tracks, and uh, I think the the CD actually turned out pretty amazing. And all the tunes—it was awesome. All the tunes from every band were like pretty much like the the epic moments of every band's uh, catalog, in in my opinion. I mean, the Play My Tees were on there. Cell cell phone number. Uh, the uh, best uh, Penny and the Loafer song for sure. The um, Honor Roll, so oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Augie, do you remember any other fun details from those times? Okay, so I'm having several like mind blowing remembrances. Augie's <laughs> been having fun since he got here. Yeah, that, hey, I love that. Yeah, it's yeah, such I a good it. mood. I've come moment. out of the pandemic. It's a Sunday night, yeah. and I'm seeing yeah. these guys and you. <laughs> so I'm remembering the the compilation before the compilation. Oh, when I was in high school. Oh, split, dude, split. <laughs> like you guys are talking about this. I'm like, wait, there was a compilation even before that, like planted the seed. Maybe I don't want to talk about that too much, but it blows my mind. Like, oh yeah, Pat was he started that, and that's how we met you guys and Lucky Boys. Right. And then years later, it was the. It wasn't the dog and everything. It was Odd Calum. Actually, I forgot that too. And, so it's and, even and, and, and 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 Pat told uh, <laughs> Pat told me that. My songs weren't radio ready enough, so <laughs> so oh, so that um, that that the dog and every uh, sorry, Ad Kalem was gonna get the the first spot, and then we'd get our stuff. Okay, I'm so like, we were from Elmhurst, and when you're younger, like what suburb you're from is like a big deal, and like everybody else was from like Ducks Grove, Naperville, and I feel like we came in and we're like, okay, there's all these kick-ass bands, like we got to be in the scene because there's things happening, and we got to get in here because these bands are awesome. Would you guys have left the area had you known that Rainbow Cone was coming? Would you have all stayed? <laughs> Is this a real question? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, here's a scene question for you. This was songs from, from a scene. That was very emblematic of, of that time you all came up. Are there still s- scenes divided by suburb and region in the Chicago area, or has the Internet kind of neutralized all that? This is the thing I talk about a lot with, like, Dan, the singer from The Dog, and I will produce and, like, kind of develop certain artists in the verbs. All I remember about Dan is he's impossibly tall. Is he still tall? <laughs> he's yes, impossibly he's still tall. impossibly tall. Still okay. impossibly tall, crazy hair. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, these days, like, post, post-internet, because we were pre, it's like, we always have these conversations with kids. Like, is there a scene? Because there was this scene when we were coming up that really helped us to become better. Because you were playing with awesome bands that made you want to be better than them because they were better than you and it 
kind of goes. It just made everybody kind of yeah, word level of, up. Word of mouth is there's different. A, there's still a huge scene. So I think, in in, in my opinion, uh, there's still a huge scene. There, but it, and it's it, instead of the LBCs and the dog and everything's in the one life. Or actually, back then it was um, uh, close enough. Uh, is uh, real friends and and those bands that have their own that they have their uh, knockout and uh, knuckle pucks and, and that that kind of stuff. There is that scene. Um, I don't know if they have the same community vibe, and I don't want to speculate because I just don't know. Right. Uh, uh, that's not my place to. But I think that they do. I think that they have that like same kind of like scene and i know that like little after us not too far after us was a follow-up we've seen what the academy is and hush sound and they had that thing Mm -hmm. but i think that the the real uh real friends and again not not bands that i really listen to or like i don't know that kind of that music but i just know that like i know people that are involved in that world and i know that they have a very um very like tight-knit group of friends and I don't know if they're calling it a scene, but I think they got something going there. You know, where they're where they where they all play together, and like they, they it's like a thing. So I just don't know if they, it's like it's. But I think to the James point, I just don't think it's as necessary as it was. It was necessary for us. That's true. We man. needed to bond together, or we needed to combine our our our, our song uh, our fan bases, and we needed to we needed we really needed each other. Where we do, I don't think it's necessary anymore that um uh that where hey i'm bringing 40 people you're bringing 60 people you're bringing 80 people hey together let's do it together now it's it's like the that part of it isn't there as much cuz you can just kind of combine with people on online yeah it's changed um mm-hmm. but yeah i think back then we just didn't have like you played shows or you didn't make it yeah it, like it's not like that anymore. You don't have to. You don't necessarily have to play. We, man, Augie, we were playing shows every week. Like Dude. maybe maybe not that much, but like as much as we possibly could, because it's the only way to get our name out. Yeah, but there, that, yeah. that's why the scene was fun because yeah. I remember every week on Sundays, me and Augie would go to the Cubby Bear, <laughs> and then we would go from the Cubby Bear to Metro, Metro. because Metro had Q101's local 101 show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we a would bunch do of that bullshit. every week. <laughs> Huh? No, really, dude. You go to Cubby Bear he for the beers bunch of and you bullshit. go to Metro. <laughs> it was, but it was great. I mean, like, it was the scene. That was that was the scene. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, that's so cool that all these bands are supporting each other. And, like, fans noticed it. Bands noticed it. I don't know if they still have that. I, my, my point was I just think it's, uh, part of it was us being benevolent and cool to each other. I, actually, yeah. I think the other part of it is just that we needed each other. Like we we wasn't gonna work without it. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened without it. Um, um, you know, sure. You know, LBC had like movement and Play My Tees had movement and Dog and everything. And all you guys had movement, but like it wasn't enough for. We needed movement because we needed to be taken. We needed to be taken seriously yep. coming from the Western suburbs because we weren't. We, we it was it was hard to get. Um, anybody from the city to take us seriously because we were. We looked, look at look at old pictures of us. I wouldn't have taken me seriously. Oh, like, you with the blonde like, streak? With the blonde streak showing up, oh, like yeah. ah, god, much masala. Like nobody wanted to listen to me. Like like they're like maybe he's an idiot, but they're like I'm like hey, listen to a few more songs, and we got this crowd. I swear see, to God, we, we have some good stuff. I swear <laughs> to God, where I'm not just talking about singing, uh, saying about stealing girlfriends. I swear we have some good music. But dude, I remember meeting you at COD like way oh, back. COD. You and Joe Cell. Blonde streak hanging down, <laughs> and like 
we were in the same place there. We were playing the Burbs, and it was like, there was no like scene where people took you seriously, yeah. and the Metro would not call me back. They're no. like, no, dude. No. Go play Cubby Bear. I'm like, we're not a cover band. But but <laughs> they but if you bring that up to to, to Metro, they don't like that. They, Sean, Sean hates when I bring that up. I go, Sean, you didn't give me a chance at first. And he's like, I helped your career. I'm like, I didn't say you didn't help my career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, you did help my you career. You made me prove you myself. Didn't me, you, didn't give me, you didn't give me a shot at first because, you know, we were from the suburbs. And, and, and either you were smoking either you were smoking popes and you were getting, you, you were getting that love mm-hmm. and smashing pumpkins and getting that love. Or you weren't. There weren't other bands from the suburbs that were you getting had to love. Prove it. There was a like, and I was like listening to stuff like Cupcakes and all this other stuff that was coming out. And I'm not saying anything bad about them, but like, but I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not doing the same kind of music, but I kind of think mine's just as good. See, that's the point. It's like yeah. I felt like we had you had to bring kids, or they wouldn't listen. We had to bus kids in, or they wouldn't bring listen. a school bus, or maybe they were listening to Pat. <laughs> and they, they thought that you didn't have any radio-worthy songs. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we're, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we just, you know, it's, it was, it's hard to get radio-ready. All right, let's talk about your two bands. Let's talk about One Life. You went away, you came back, you went away, you're back. One Life is back. We are re-recording our entire catalog with a couple new a couple new tunes. Um, Tom from the Plain White Wait, Tees. There's, there's new tunes. Well, we haven't written them. They're not. They're not written yet, but they're coming. <laughs> they're so hot. <laughs> but uh, Tom from the Plain White Tees is putting it out on his label. Humans were here, mm-hmm. um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Uh, we have two songs right now finished, going to mastering, so they'll be released soon. That's amazing. And, and I would have invited the entire band tonight. I don't have enough chairs for one. <laughs> exactly. Life. A lot of bodies. Uh, respectfully, why do you always look so angry in your headshots? <laughs> You know what? Pictures. Yes. Someone, Resting bitch face. Someone just asked that, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it looks pretty cool. I I hate <laughs> that Pat is always in the back of all band pictures. Like, and um, my I, I po- they they posted a picture with uh, their their new uh, like um one less new uh, promo picture, and I go I, I and I and I re- I, I I posted. More Pat, please. Like, cause he's all the way in the back, and my and my um my comment got deleted. So no. what? I, yeah, I did. So whatever. All right. So somebody one deleted me. New music on Tom's label. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yes. And you all you're all getting along and. Oh yeah, everyone's friends again. It's good. Oh, I love hearing that. Yeah. So the dog and everything. You were one of those bands. I mean, you you seem like you were right there. You were right there at the turn of the century. Uh, give some background on your band. First of all, what's what's right there? <laughs> You're so close to Hey Love was a, was a, was a like it was a single waiting to happen. Was yeah, I feel it. It was. Yeah, I feel that. We felt that. Uh-huh. Well, you know it's funny. Okay, I'll go quickly back and then we'll fast forward. When like we keep talking about the scene, we got so lucky because we came in and it was already lucky boys. They were already like drawn crazy amounts of kids in Downers Grove was insane. Already playing Metro. And then we kind of like just Started playing with them and just we fit in. We were just kind of cool. drafting behind them. Yeah, we were drafting. We fit in. Everybody's cool. And this, we were just we were able to whatever we did do was because of this scene, because of Lucky Boys, because of Pat. And, and Stubby knows it's true. Our first CD band show, our CD release show, was opening for Lucky Boys, and it's because that show at House of Blues that we were able to then go on and play Metro and do anything we did do. That's, That's awesome. the only reason we were on Songs from the Scene was Stubby gave us a shot. Well, 
I mean, thank you. That that's a really uh, <laughs> you nice. Know it's true, but uh, I just I, no, I, no, okay. Listen, the whole point was that. So that's that's awesome yeah. that you. I appreciate you recognizing it because um, a lot of people are like. So, one thing I'll say is that uh, when I'm gonna I'm gonna say this for all uh, the the remaining three members and Joe. That it it was an altruistic thing. We weren't trying to, we weren't trying to like sign you to our label. We weren't trying to like, we were just trying to like, hey. It was hard for us to get here. Let's make it easier for everybody else. So I'm glad that you like appreciated, but it wasn't like, <laughs> I mean, it, it was all we were saying is you're really good. More people should hear you. Um, it wasn't like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking the other people that did it that way. Where and they have a lot more money than me. So uh, like you know, I could have been. I could have been the Pete Wentzish idea and been like, hey, you know what, Dan Nagy, I got this thing going on. Um, you guys want to sign to my label and all the money that you make? I get. Me, you know, no, I. I, I just didn't want to do that. I just, honestly, I, and maybe, and maybe I should have. But like, uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, at the at the same time, it wasn't that. It wasn't about making money off you guys. It was about like. Man, these guys are these guys music. Can't we all like it? It felt like this isn't a this isn't a gang. This isn't a um this like somebody can like your band and my band at the same time. Yeah. So why not? It's not binary. And and and, and, and just because I help you do well doesn't mean that I should get a cut of it. Like right. you like that was the difference. Yeah. So like well, but I, I, I just want you to know that like it was like it, 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 what it was is hey. These guys are awesome. I mean, that's, Give them a show. that's exactly how it felt to us. And that was like, that's the only reason that we then ultimately had any success we had. And it's crazy when you look backwards and you're like, oh, because that show and the song was good. But, you know, without that exposure to people hearing Hey Love, it wouldn't have started this thing that we were able to build. It wasn't for you taking us on a tour with like Riddlin kids and something corporate way back. Sure. You know? But I think, I think you're forgetting one thing, too. What about that radio uh, that was pretty good too. Who, 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 wait, if it I, wasn't who, for James Van Osdo, I was gonna say there was this guy that put you on the radio. If it was for Pillow Fight, I mean, I remember being on a, a panel in a like in a corporate office, and um, and, and I, amongst all these other people, and uh, James played a whole bunch of songs. He's like, and I'm like, what song do you think should you know like? be our song for this next uh local or uh, I, I don't even remember what it was we had like a band competition of some whatever it was i was like and then we had to talk about it after i'm like well james you know that i like i i, I picked halo because i'm like they're I, uh, not only are they my friends but this song is just a great the best, song this the best song out of all of these and everybody around the whole table kind of just goes like, uh, sorry, uh, for the people that are listening only, they were nodding their heads. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's such, I, I'm not going to go too far down this rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. What a different time. I mean, Lucky Boy's Confusion certainly benefited from radio exposure. The little exposure that 94.7 The Zone afforded the dog and everything certainly helped. It was part of it, but absolutely, it, it only went so far. My boss was too big of a pussy to add you into rotation. That's besides the point. What, what a different time, though. I mean, there I love is, that. <laughs> I fucking love it. That's awesome. Find me, find me. A radio station. Find me an alternative radio station in America that actually has the balls to step up and support a local band, to break a local band. It doesn't fucking exist in 2021. 
it no, barely it barely existed in 2003 or 1999 it doesn't exist anymore radios just it's, it's fucked to the core they're trying to keep the lights on for six months something that happened to lbc being on a compilation getting spins coming out of that compilation hey Lo- hey love getting played that can't happen anymore and it's not just a chicago thing it is it is well, pandemic. Radio, and the radio just doesn't have the power anymore it well, just, certainly not. Well, because of I'm because doing a radio of, show in, in this undisclosed Midwest location. But I'm, I'm saying, like, I think here. this has more. These kind of set things have more oh, yeah. authenticity. Yeah. Well, that's just it. it, it yeah, that's 100 percent it. As opposed to a talking head telling you why you should give a shit about 21 Pilots, you shouldn't. So, songs from a scene. Wait, wait, wait. You said you shouldn't. Shouldn't. Thank you. God, what 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 is wrong with people? What? what? Um, uh, <laughs> let me look at Pat real quick. I hate all that stuff. I love pop music. <laughs> I mean, I love pop music too. I but <laughs> all right, so let's talk about these bottom lounge shows. First weekend of November, Lucky Boys Confusion, your anchor, your 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 headline attraction, two nights in a row. Uh, I mean, I have not seen, well, I've, I've barely seen anything since then. Uh, but I've not seen LBC perform live since the MS Sucks benefit at Bottom Lounge, and it's really not. You know, I, I'm assuming this will be a big, healthy set from Lucky Boy's Confusion. Yeah. Nights. So, um, uh, it, it, we were just talking about that. Like, how cool is it that after all this, we're just going back to where we stopped, right? Um, it, yeah. Uh, LBC is going to do uh, headlining sets both nights, and um, for you know, this is not what the point of this podcast is, but you know, um, I I, I do want to say like, I I want to I want to really give um, some love out to our fans that. Uh, are uh, have been like streaming in with the like the positivity and uh, loyalty with uh you know I'm sick uh the shows aren't going to be the same I'm going to have to take a break in between um and uh it's just what it is I can't I can't right? the shows are going to be different for us uh going forward um but luckily we got two good singers uh, so in the meantime, you guys might uh, so for the for those for those fans that have been been dying to hear some of the like um, Adam songs that are uh, uh, mostly B sides, and maybe you hear one one every other show. You might hear a bunch more of those, and uh, we might throw in some new fun surprises and whatnot. But like the show's gonna change a little bit, and I just want people to know that like it's like um, it's just what it is. I have to. Um, I have to take more breaks, and I have to uh, do what I, do what I can. But I'm, I'm uh, we're hopefully we're taking the right steps to give the as much of the old LBC experience as we can. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Uh, we're, we we broke up the set in the right ways that like I can sit. So like if I sit down for like five minutes, I get my full energy back. But at the end of a certain amount of time of experience, extending my energy uh you know i i can't even um it's not even about like hitting the right notes it's more like i can't push hard enough to get the notes out so so what we've done is like let's not ruin everybody else's experience here right let's let's make it right so um so the the shows are going to change a little bit but it's going to be awesome i think i think uh you're going to hear a lot of of, uh, the same kind of tunes but the the pacing of the show of the lbc set is going to be different but Leaving that all aside, because I know our fans are totally fine with it. They all know that it's totally fine with. They're 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 like, hey, and they've been so supportive. They're like, 
we're just happy that you're playing. You know, like, that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah. Like, you don't even need to provide a disclaimer. Like, we're, I know. we'll get it. We're that, behind that, you. That's a, that's a whole uh, another therapy session, uh, some other time. But like, you know, like I feel bad that I'm sick. I feel bad that like I have to like uh, slow it down. But it's at the same time, it's like, or I could just not do it anymore. You know, like it's, it's like I, I gotta I gotta pick one or the other. Yeah, you so, made the right choice. But yeah, so um, that all being said. The rest of the pace is gonna be awesome on the on the on the set, and uh, it's gonna be uh, and ours is gonna be awesome too. But like, I'm just saying, like the rest of it's gonna be same old rock and roll set uh, from LBC that you expect. It's gonna be uh, uh, some of the rarities, some of the some of the obviously all the songs that you expect to hear, all the songs that you are so tired of hearing, but you have to hear it again. So yeah, we hey <laughs> hey, guess what? You're gonna hear Hey Driver. And you know what? It's going to be at the end of the set. <laughs> and you know what? Probably Fred Astaire and Bossman will be at the end of the set, too. That's just how shows go. I love Hey well, Driver. I, I was about to say, like, you're saying this, like, people are going to hey, be rolling their eyes. The- like, fucking A. Wright, you're going to be playing those songs. It's just so set. funny. Like, the, hard, the hardcore fans are like, oh, they're playing Hey Driver again. I go, yeah, it's crazy. It's our biggest hit. It's, it's a it's hit like, song. You know, like, it's like, you know, the Stones are like 70 and they're still playing satisfaction it's crazy it's like what well and it, even though yes you talk you've acknowledged that your fans are behind you and they get it yeah. you still have to assume that every time you perform a show no matter what band you're in whoever it is someone is seeing you for the first time in that crowd that's exactly the point point. and you have to deliver those songs as as if they're fresh and new and you know it's it's 2004 all over again or whatever the actual statistic is 10 percent of the people that are watching you at every show even when you're headlining are new fans I have people that have maybe heard a song, right? Uh, and or like just kind of like heard it. Oh, 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 I know that song. You know, like ten percent. That's a lot of people. That's if interesting. You're, if, well, if you're playing any like thirty people, if you're playing B Kitchen, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of CD sales. Or yeah, if you if you're still printing CDs, then you're an idiot. But what, whatever, what, you know, what, whatever. T-shirts and pins and yeah, and yeah hoodies and well, is there still merch? Do people, like, you know, do people still buy music? No. Quote of the podcast, is there still merch? There is still merch. <laughs> I'll have you know, I, I've said this over and over again on this podcast, my vinyl purchasing has reached Me too. absolute illness levels. Like, it's, I, I can't control it. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting at some point tomorrow for my Halloween Kills vinyl soundtrack to arrive at my house, the special Orange Splatter 500 pressing edition. Uh, I can't stop myself. So... <laughs> So yes, people are still buying merch. I, I'm still excited about Bandcamp Friday every month. Anyway, so who's all right, break break this down? Uh, Kastub, all right, can you guys do you guys have the lineups in your head for both uh, nights? If I ask that's you the an, lineups, that's a perfect Kastub answers. They should. No, Kastub, you, you've got business to take care of. Pretend we're at an LBC show. This is one of those breaks he was talking about. This is where Adam Cryer would be singing. All right, Cryer, go for it. I can look it up right now. All right. Hey, drive it to the top of the... So One Life is playing one of the nights. The Dog and Everything is playing one of the other nights. And I just don't have the lineups for each night organized in my head. And before I came out to this undisclosed Midwest location, I decided it would be too hard to have notes on me. I just figured you guys would know it. <laughs> James, we should. And, you well, know, I'm well, surprised you don't. What night it's... is The Dog and Everything playing? So we're playing Friday. Playing Friday night. One Life is playing Saturday. We're playing Saturday. And a quick side note, which is pretty funny, is that... Dan from the dog and everything is actually recording all of the One Life vocals. Oh yeah, we, 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 he's recording all the vocals. Yeah, if you at, work with Tom, Tom yeah, if you work oh, with oh, Tom, what happens is you fly to Malibu, 
and then you work with Dan. It's like this thing. Oh, got it. Okay, so, so it's kind of like a <laughs> we're in this like flux capacitor from two thousand where it's kind of it's kind of like with the plain white tees with the dog and everything. Dan and I have spent a lot of time working with Tom over the years and um, kind of writing and producing a lot of of artists that he is developing and one life is not one of those artists that's amazing it's so amazing i mean tom has been like the most hardcore fan for as long as i know i love it and don't tell tom i said this one life is cuter than fairview cuter than fairview <laughs> cuter than fairview i mean fairview's pretty cute so i mean i, I, I just laugh like that's that's it's all chris mason we know all right so stubby First of all, get that get that man a beer. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I'm pulling beers out of a build a bear. Is that what it is? Bag. It is. Okay, so <laughs> my baby my baby just bought a build a bear. It's her name is Liberty, and um, that's where I put my beer. Friday, November fifth. Friday, but, November fifth. The bottom lounge is till morning. The gel heads, the dog, and everything, and Lucky Boys. Wait, stop right there. That's a lineup. That's a huge lineup. The gel heads are back. The gel heads are back till morning. I mean, representing kind of where the scene is moving to. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I love it. Okay, so Saturday night. Saturday is Temple of Dome, Take the Reins, One Life, and Lucky Boys. How do you, how do you pick? You don't. You go to both nights. And Temple of Dome is Stubby's brother's new band. Sarang? Yes. Oh, get out. I haven't even heard this band yet. That's what I was going to talk about. So another exciting lineup. And Take the Reins, of course. Punk rock from the Burbs. Gotta love them. Gotta love Take the Reins. Uh, I swear to you, they must be some of the most aggressive guerrilla marketers in the scene. I see their stickers literally everywhere, city <laughs> and suburbs. They're really, yeah. they're they're expert at getting their name out there. And they're they're super fun lives. I think the last time I saw them was opening up for AM Taxi, actually, at Reggie's. I saw them at, uh, what was the place in Elmhurst that was? Fitz's? Fitz's, yeah. Oh, Fitz's, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're super fun, great players. Courtney's a delight to watch as a front No, person. they're great. They're awesome. I thought you were going to say they're the, they're the best. Gor- <laughs> Stewie thinks he could talk without the microphone and still be on I the I thought podcast. you were going to say they were the best guerrilla marketers since LBC, but whatever, you know, fine. I, th- that whole era, I mean, you guys were great at it. Um, I think back from that same period, OK Go was exceptional at being guerrilla marketers. They, I, I think they, they also, delivered. Also, great guys. Agreed, but they were like master class level guerrilla marketers. Like everyone knew who they were before they even did a show. Practically, totally. that that's the way to do it. Well, uh, 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 and 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 you know, as as I'm getting to the twilight ages of my career, I'll say this: I didn't care for their music, but I really cared for the like their just whole their videos, their, how they did things. And it's like like you know, like it's, it wasn't like I didn't like their music. It was just like you know, it was just like I just knew Okay Go. All of us knew Okay Go mm-hmm. because. Man, they just knew what they were doing way ahead of their time. You know, when you just That's you just it. go, man, if they were just here now, oh my god, that that video with the treadmills. <laughs> oh and god, the, oh. they were just they they just were smart. You know. So here we are. We've got these shows coming up at Bottom Lounge. I'll be at least at at least one of them, and I'm super excited. The idea of being inside, seeing live music, seeing you guys again, this is thrilling. As long as you're at one of the shows at LBC Players, I'm cool. I'll be for sure at one of the LBC shows. That oh, weekend. boy, Pat. How are we going to decide this? And it's worth noting there are mitigation standards in effect. You do have to be vaccinated so we can enjoy live music safely together, which is yes, thrilling to me. Yes. 
All right, so that's happening. I'm excited about this. I lost my train of thought, but the bottom line is you're doing these shows. How does it feel to to have this concept, this this community live music concept back on stage in 2021? So that was a big thing for me. Um, so uh, our, uh, the bass player from Lucky Boys Confusion, Jason Charles John, uh, is kind of getting sick of all these like, 20 year, 20 year, 20 year, uh, like, uh, promotions. Cause he does a lot of our, like, you know, marketing and promotions mm-hmm. and stuff. He's like, Stubby, not another one, man. I, fuck you, dude. He's like, come on. Like, I just, can I just do something? He's like, I'm so, I'm like, okay, we don't have to do 20 years, but we have to do sounds from a scene this year. Cause it's been 10 years since we retired it. Right. Um, and it's the perfect time. It's like, the 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 whole pandemic is kind of slowing well you know whatever like you, you, we're, we're we're getting to the point where we can play shows and i was like it's gotta be it's gotta be and um so uh, what were what were we gonna do i i love i love like i loved like being like we gotta do this mm-hmm. and i just had this thing in my head where i was like no i'm gonna fight for this one like because i gave up on a lot of the other like, cause he's like, I'm tired of this. I'm like, that's fine. But this one, I'm not gonna fight. I, 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 you, 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 you have to. We have to do this. This is so cool. It sounds from a scene. If we can do it, and then things opened up that we could do it. it. It's so amazing, and I love it. And love. The biggest thing for me was these guys. It just happened to work out. Wanted to come back and do what these guys meaning one life. Sorry uh, for the people that are listening. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, these guys. I'm pointing at Pat. One life. We're planning on doing this anyway and then when i called you augie and dan i was like guys this is a big one this isn't just like hey get back together for uh it just come and play with lb you know come play with lbc you're like you're like "Mm, right and i know like kevin singleton was like yes get both of these bands back together i mean kevin singleton is the uh booker of bottom lounge thank you um he is uh so when when i told him i'm like I told him, he's like, what are you thinking for the bands? I'm like, don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> um, and I go, and I really said, that, don't you worry. I'm going to figure it out. He's like, are you going to tell me? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and, and, and in that typical stupid asshole fashion, I go, no, I'm going to figure this out and I'll let you know. And once I got you both, I'm like, I'm like, when I get it both down, I'll let you know. And then when I loved the fact that we go, the two big, like the big main attractions outside of LVC, the dog and everything in one life. Once we got you both, I go, Kevin, I don't know what the other two, uh, other four bands are going to be, but let's go with this. And it was awesome. Boom. Like it was like, everybody's like, oh my God, one life from the dog. Are you kidding me? And like, uh, pardon me. Of course, my, my, my own like person, like insecurity goes, hey, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, of course I'm kidding. Uh, but like you know, like it was awesome. Like, no, you're not. People, well, <laughs> no, I mean, come on. Uh, uh, we before we announced you guys, we already had a uh, half the show, uh, half the show sold out. So whatever, it's like not a, not a big deal. There we go. Oh, perfect, yeah. perfect. You gotta flex a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Pat just poked the bear. He knew what was gonna happen. That's no, all right. And that's cause a li- by, by the way, effect. that's a total lie. It's not true. It's just like something I like to say. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just a couple hundred tickets. But like it was like. Uh, <laughs> You know, whatever. Uh, but it, w- it really wasn't happening. Uh, it was just fun. It was like it was awesome to see that. And then once we had the other bands, it was like, 
you know, let's, like it was awesome. And then we get to like stretch out and, and like reach out to other people. Uh, I know um, I'll, I'll talk about Tableau Dome in a second, uh, but we can talk about this other stuff first. Well, well, okay. That, what my, that was my transition for you to talk about. Uh, First time why, playing. Why, why you wanted to do this one <laughs> instead of all the other ones that I've asked you to do for me? <laughs> so look, we've been asked to play some reunion shows over the years, and uh, just this one. I don't know. It's Dan and I talked about this one. It's funny, Dan, the singer from the Dog. Like, we don't know if it's COVID and how that kind of changed how you feel about mm-hmm. you know performing you always had the opportunity to but now it's like you kind of didn't for a while and that's scary and maybe a little bit of getting older and and you know looking back at, at certain times and being like man that was cool man these songs songs live on in in perpetuity and, and being able to then to connect with an audience again felt really amazing but when when dan came to my house and said dude stuby you won't believe this stuby texted me he said songs from a scene dog and everything 30 minutes set only 30 there he up, he upgraded <laughs> us. He's, he upgraded. He upgraded after we said yeah. He's like, all right, we'll get, we'll give you forty five. But no, it's just the timing seemed perfect. Like we, I, 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 I'm only gonna interrupt you for a second. The only reason I said thirty minutes in the first place was for both of your bands because you guys were getting back together. I was like, to make it easier, to make yeah, it easier. You know, I, honestly, I was thinking like, hey man, you know, you only have so many practices. You only have so much time. <laughs> and and then when I when I I, I you talk guys to, aren't getting any younger. Well, I was, I was like, Adam's like, well, are you sure? I'm like, I'd love to give them more. I just want to like pressure them to like get 45 minutes together. And when I talk to both of you guys, you're like, yeah, we'll totally take 45 minutes. Like, oh, go, yeah, let's let's roll. I mean, we could fit the hits in 40 in 45. We could fit oh, yeah. the hits in 30. You know. All right, so Pat, what does it mean for one life to play? Um, it just feels good for everyone to be back together and happy, and it's the original lineup. There was like, uh, when we posted the new pictures, everyone was joking, is this like two life, three life, four life, or five life? And it's like, this is one life, and it's the original lineup that started the thing. There was like, I fucking love that so much. <laughs> there was multiple versions of the band, but... Because <laughs> but Timmy's just loudly, loudly swearing in this undisclosed Midwest location. Caring not if there are neighbors. Who knows? We're but, in this undis- It's like Area 51. No one knows what's going on over here. Everybody in the band is super excited to be playing, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I think it's the best sounding version of the band ever, which is awesome. So, dude, I love the Stubby told told me like One Life's playing, and like the, I shit you not. That night on Facebook, someone from One Life posted like video of them rehearsing. Like they didn't mess around. They're like, let's start <laughs> start jamming, dude. I love it. Our first One Life show was at the Fireside Bowl with the dog and everything. What year? What? 2003. Wow. Yeah, we only played there once, so I remember that one, man. Yeah, they didn't They didn't want you guys to play there. Yeah, they're like, we you, got you, pop, you can't play here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we got Brainiac and Dianoga moving in here. We have <laughs> no room for you guys. Get out of here, dogs. Thank, thank you, Brian Peterson. The, love you. <laughs> the, oh, I love Brian Peterson. He's awesome. Um, but uh, I... Um, I'll have to say I have to want add in the to the of the one life part of it because um, I was in a band with uh, the three of the main members of uh, One Life with Super Heavy Fun Club. So there's like a little bit of a, like a personal like love to see. To, uh, Pat came over to my house before we came over here, and uh, you know he was talking like, "Oh man, Chris is Chris, uh, their drummer." Who's also the drummer of uh, a band that me and Pat were to get in, together with, uh, Super Happy Fun Club, 
is back from Nashville, and, and he's like, man, it's so good to see. It's, and it's, it's, it's like part of them like getting back together feels like I'm not there, but I feel like I'm kind of like getting back together with them too because like I'm so like close with uh, those guys. It's just amazing, and even the guys that I'm not um, was never in a band with uh, Steve Mueller uh, and Eric Rurell and uh, Ryan. Are, uh, Ryan Armour uh, are are such good friends, you know. Like it, it just like feels so good, like to see these, them posting these pictures and like like seeing you like seeing you all the way in the back. Uh, and then um, but like even though like, the most important member of the whole band in the all the way in the back. Uh, oh wait, am I am I am I biased? Yes. Um. So um. So um. So uh. Sorry, sorry. Um. But um. It's it's just what it is. Um. But uh, yeah, it's, it was so nice. And then. Man, I was so nervous when I texted Dan. And I was like, man, they're going to give me the same old, same What old. percent like, did you think? I don't want to do it, man. What about tall animals? And I'm like, well. I kept I telling them to hit you up. I'm like, dude, get the freaking dog for this show. Tall and animals I, can't open for LBC, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, man. Like, I, was, I was like, man, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. And Dan, and Dan's like, his response back was like, yeah, man. And I heard his voice too. Good, yeah, man, yeah, man. And I'm like, oh my god! I think, and I, I, I texted the man. I'm like, I think I'm gonna get the dog, dude. I'm gonna think I'm gonna get the dog. It was so cool. We're All so right. excited. Before we wrap up, yeah, give us the elevator pitch for your brother's band. Oh we yeah. So, um, my brother is a like a musician. Musician. He's just like like a, he when he. He did Swizzle Tree, and he he did the same role as he played the same role as I played in my band, right? Uh, where he's just the lead singer. He, he, for some reason, he can write some decent stuff, right? Like, like, and that's what it was in the beginning. And in and I I I I I was okay with that role in my band. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in my stuff. And I got I got better as a musician as the years went along. But he goes, nah. Uh, he, a couple years younger than me, he he got, he got an earlier start than I did. I got a, I, I didn't even pick up my first guitar until I was 19 years old. So it was my my I already had bad habits and how I was doing stuff. I just couldn't get to that point. But he wasn't. He was 14, you know, and he just went and went and went worked 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 worked. And um, when his other band broke up, he goes, "I'm gonna do this on my own." So this time he got a whole bunch of guys together. And he goes, I'm gonna make some music. Uh, he calls me. He calls me brother. He's not allowed to say my name. So uh, this is our culture. And he goes, Hey brother, I, I'm gonna make a band. I'm like, All right, cool. You gonna make a band? All right, cool. I'm like, Are you gonna actually do a band? He's like, Hmm. I'm like, All right. W- what do you mean? I'm like, Well, I don't know if I can make the band all happen. I go, Okay, you're gonna do this band. I really like this music that you're doing. You're gonna put a band together. And he goes. Okay, fine, maybe, if the right show comes along. Okay, Bam! Yeah, there it is. Bam! I go, all right, we're doing songs from a scene this year. Can you put a band together? And he goes, he goes, I don't put a band together. I'm giving you six months. Seems fair. Yeah. Totally reasonable. And he goes, I'll do it, brother. And I was like, all right, you're going to be first. He's like, mm, it's fine. I want to be first. He's like, then I can watch the rest of the bands. I was like, oh, what a musician's response. Like, then I can can watch the rest of the bands. You know, like, oh, yeah. So they're they're awesome. It's very different than um, 
his old band Swizzle Tree. It's uh, more rock, but it's very. It's if you liked the Swizzle Tree songs that were written by my brother, you're gonna love Temple of Dome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So that's on the Saturday night bill. It is two nights. It is songs from scene at Bottom Lounge. You can get tickets from the Bottom Lounge website. That you, you hear this stuff over and over. It's true. Get them while you can. These are special nights. It's a 10-year anniversary yeah. situation, and you heard the lineups for both these nights. Get your tickets now. These guys sitting here will see you at those shows. You will see them. Uh, I'll be there, too. It's amazing. Guys, thank you so much for... I want to say one real quick thing, James, Uh-oh. for finding your way to this undisclosed Midwest <laughs> location. It's a pleasure to have you. Go ahead, Kastoub. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> Fucking front man. No, that, all I was gonna say is um, every time, every time that people um, we, we you say this or like I'll be on their show with you or uh, doing uh, these things, and they'll be like, "Man, you guys said that tickets were available, and then the last week you went to go buy them, and they're not there because there's a bunch of tickets available now." But what happens is they exponentially start selling. Yeah, the, that's all I was trying to say. As the dates get closer, I mean, it just people don't take it seriously till they have to take it seriously. That's all I was trying to say. I, I, I'm sorry for interrupting you. It's okay, bro. I want to cry. Sorry, it's a podcast. It's, cool, it's bro. all good. It's all good. Uh, all right, guys, I cannot wait to see you. Thank you for for spending a Sunday night with me. Thank you, James. Talking talking music. Thank you. Sitting by by a fire pit, which is slowly dying out. I'm feeling a little chilly right now. This is actually perfect. This is like a sundial or something. I was just gonna say, look at that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect. You don't have to stay out here long. Like when you feel cool, it's time to time, time to end the interview. Yeah. So man. there we go. All right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Support these guys. Ten years later, songs from a scene. We're <laughs> returning to Bottom Lounge. Boom. Hell yeah.